And you're listening to Love, Love Sex, Sex and, and the Hidden, hidden Agenda. agenda. questions and um <laughs> and let's talk let's chat let's let's the three of us just talk about stuff and so i'm so happy that it happened so quickly because there's been so much going on and um and i was you know i there were a couple of things uh isa in the last episodes that um that I was kind of fascinated with and in the same week that i was listening I was also listening to another radio show. And uh, so it was kind of this synchronicity of information that was coming through. Um, and so I wanted to see if it's possible to, I don't know, go deeper or maybe just kind of, I mean, I think so many of these things um, sometimes are unknown or not talked about. And one of the things that uh, I was fascinated with was when you were talking about uh, beings coming coming in and being in parts of your body and being sort of um, I mean I guess the the word would be possession um, but when I hear the word possession I'm always thinking of um, you know, the exorcist, or I'm thinking of um, a very specific type of thing that's, um, that's only related to like certain kinds of things, like, like what I saw in that, that movie, the exorcist, you know, um, and then at the same, the same week, I was listening to um, that the radio show I was talking about it, um, it was uh, this gentleman, Sebastian Martin, and he has a, a consciousness platform called Ensuho. Maybe we'll, you know, have him on the show another time. But anyway, he was talking about avatars and how uh, we tend to be avatars as human beings for various beings or entities to um, sort of, I guess, come in and have an experience. And so I wasn't sure if it was two different things and I was trying to understand. Um, and I, I think there are so many different ways this can happen. And, and I wasn't sure, but there was something about what you said and about what he said and how he used the word avatar that made me sort of think about, um, think about it in a different way way. And I, I felt that I could actually relate almost more to 
um, this and I, and I started to, to think this might be happening a lot more than, than we all realize. And, um, and I don't know if it's only, um, if it only happens, um, but I don't, I don't think it does. I don't think it's only, um, a ritualistically abused person, I think. Um, and I don't think that's what you were saying, but so anyway, am I like, help me out here. I'm like, I'm just like, I have all these little things that were, I was, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. I'm not even going to think it out. I'm just going to jump on and, and just have this conversation with, because I know that we can like help the world figure this out or, 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 you know, I don't know, clear a, a path to, 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 for people to start kind of thinking about it. Cause I think we all need to be aware of our own, you know, for our own safety kind of, I mean, not to be scary or anything, but. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard right now. So I like, talk, save me. <laughs> I'm thinking of like when, when Issa was telling her story, you're seeing the exorcism and like, like she's sitting there with her head spinning around and round and freaking out. And I think, you know, what Issa is saying and around possessions, it maybe doesn't look like that exactly when you have a possession, right? Is that kind of... You're, you're wanting her to kind of get into like, what does possession look like? Or what is, how do you know when someone's possessed or how did? I, I think like, um, I think I was just starting to, to I, I kind of had this light bulb moment. First of all, like those three sessions, I felt a complete activation and I felt my energy field um, shifting and, um, and it was, it was um, really very welcome. Like I was like, yeah, whatever this is, yes, you know? And, um, and, and then I, and then when, when I, when I heard um, the, the word avatar from the other show, and then, then I was like, wait a minute. Cause I think Amalia, you had said that um, avatars um, and you can speak to that, but you thought that only meant one certain kind of thing. And then that, that attachments or beings from the lower realms were considered possession, which is interesting. And I think that might be worth, you know, just kind of discussing a little bit. Um, but the word possession, I, I wasn't, when I was listening to you, Isa, I, I wasn't really thinking of the exorcist, but when, um, but when Amalia, when you and I were talking and you mentioned the word possession, that's when I, um, I, uh, we were talking off, off line before this call. And, and that's when I started to think, oh, that's interesting. If avatar and possession are two different, but then I think some, some, there's, there's schools of thought that say avatar is it, we can be avatars for both beings from lower realms and higher realms. So anyway, so I think you need to fill in so that people can understand what in the heck I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy to, Satya. Um, I didn't catch some of that because the video was breaking up on this gentleman and all the dialogue about that. I missed all that part, but what I can speak to is that, um, you know, it's such a loaded word, isn't it? Like, you know, entities coming in, right? And, and filling your body. And, and then you start thinking about, is this possession? And 
I, I wasn't possessed. Um, possession is, and the way I define possession is when a lower frequency vibration enters a form uh, and takes that form sovereignty over, um, actually incorporates the form and begins to willfully act for the form. And so how that was different for me and for many people, you know, who have different kinds of, I just would call parasitic entity attachments. Sometimes entities are just attached to your light body. They're in different layers of the light body and they're not even in your physical body. And in my case, when I was healing from ritual sexual abuse, I realized they were literally in my physical tissues, uh, attached and so they had not there were many of them in my body and they had not taken over my sovereignty or my psyche my mind but they were definitely problems in my life and in my physicality and in health does that help a little bit about the difference of the levels yeah, what is it like, uh, what would you say it is when a sovereignty has taken over? Like, is there an example that we wouldn't know? Um, I don't, let me think on that. Um, I would say that if a person has been fully possessed by, let's say, a form of an entity, there are many kinds of entities, that that person would be acting out in a way um, in a level of darkness and a level of negativity um, that would be so utterly obvious that there was um, harm coming from the being or the person. And that often when you look into people's eyes, the body's eyes of people who are possessed, you can see it. You can see that the consciousness through the eyes is not what is the form. I've seen this and I work, this is part of the work that I do. I do a lot of depossession work as well as clearing entities of all different levels, but you can see it and you can feel it. It's a very deep inherent darkness that you're, you become aware of and you can see in their speech and their actions and, and usually chaos follows as well. A lot of chaotic energy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah, I want to talk more about that, Isa. So yeah. how, because I do think that there's a lot of misconceptions um, from movies and religious thought forms and stuff about possession and entities and like, how does an entity um, take form? And we, we discussed this a little bit in the last episode, but you were saying like the trauma body and kind can it's, attract these sort of negative entities but just to like make it clear that it doesn't just happen to bad people or people that are calling us in like there is these accidental attachments and i think probably people listening are like oh my god do i have an attachment or going around pointing fingers and looking into other people's eyes and saying oh there's an attachment like <laughs> can you just um debunk a little bit or or ex explain like the kind of people that it attaches to or how to handle it because i i think more and more it's frequent that in in my experience in my practice i've seen a lot of people have attachments like i don't think anyone is like 
um, how should I say, uh, capable of not having any attachments ever. Like I, I, I see that it's more prolific than not. And when I, when I first started seeing that, it was hard for me to grapple because it was like, well, why is it attaching to this person is so good or this person seems so sweet? How, do, how could they have an attachment? Um, I don't know if you can just share what you've noticed and what you've learned. Yeah, for sure. It's a great question. Um, you know how people get physical parasites, right? Like physical bugs in the body or the belly. Well, entities are like that. Anybody can get them. It has nothing to do with your state of consciousness. Anyone can become susceptible to, to picking up a, a form of an entity they'll often come in when you have your guard down or a weakness or a vulnerability happening in your energy body. Let's say you've eaten, eaten an allergenic food and you can get little holes in your light body. That can even make you susceptible to picking up a, an entity. And there are many kinds of entities. Some entities are very neutral you know, not even necessarily, uh, we're talking there's levels, right? Some mm -hmm. are neutral, some are just lost in the spirit realm and, and need guidance of how to get back to source. And others are darker, but anybody can pick one up. Sometimes people pick them up if they're trying to help other people unconsciously. They're with a friend or a lover. And they don't realize the person has picked up an entity and then they get really close to them and then they walk away feeling really strange, you know, like, oh, it feels like something is on me or talking to me or I'm hearing weird thoughts that I don't usually have, you know, so it can happen in a myriad of different ways um, when our energy body is weak or vulnerable or has an opening or a tear. Sometimes when people do psychedelics or altering substances, they are very prone to picking up entities unless they're doing that in a really ceremonial way, really conscious. I, I noticed even um, visiting like ruins. I, I went to um, Tikal, Tikal, yeah, the pyramids in Guatemala, and I came back with so many entities on me and I had to go work with someone. I was like, what is going on? Something, it was like death came over me. I was seeing all of this um, like battles. And I, you know, when I went to Zikal, I, I wasn't really firmly on my spiritual path. It was just sort of a tourist thing. And I thought, what happened here? And I sat there and I started seeing a lot of blood and I, I was having visions like, nightmares almost from it and when i came back from there i went to a shaman to just do an energy clearing and she was like where have you been what have you have hundreds of these um entities and spirits like warring they were in war all around me um and so i got used to over the years like clearing entities for myself and energies and things like that but i find that um people still aren't used to it. So I, what I'm hearing when you're speaking is like, okay, well, like we have to clear parasites from our body. We need to do spiritual detoxes and spiritual hygiene and things like this to keep our, um, to make sure that we're clear. So how might, um, 
how do you notice, are you able to notice when you've picked something up or how, how could we do that for ourselves? Like yeah. to just scan ourselves on a regular. Yeah. And before I answer that, I want to say that people who are really sensitive and empathic, they tend to at some point in their life pick up entities until they recognize what's happening. And that that is kind of, that's a service. They're trying to help the being or the entity move to source because basically that's where they need to go is, is to, you know, source or the Godhead. Um, how, how you can notice that is um, you might feel just the presence of something on your energy field or on your body. You might feel a pain. Um, you might feel a fog all of a sudden, like a fog come over a side of your body or a place. Um, you might get weird symptoms, physical, you might get, um, some weird, strange thoughts that aren't your usual patterning. Um, but usually there's a sense of like, you feel pretty off, like something's not right. Like I'm not feeling right. And I'm having emotions out of the blue that don't feel like, you know, your own, um, there are a lot of ways to tell. And just like you said, Amalia, as you keep the physical body clear and detoxed and maintain it, you have to keep the light body clear and clean. You know, it's a daily practice of checking your light body and seeing what's in your light body and clearing and cleaning that so that you're sovereign and, you know, in your own space. Yeah, that made a lot of sense when you... You said, you know, um, when you gave the example about, you know, that the body has parasites in it. I mean, probably a lot of us have, you know, or we all have little bacterias and mm -hmm. some are good and healthy and some mm -hmm. are not so good. And, the, you know, and then they're kind of working together and some of them are, you know, I think that's kind of, it's very similar. Um, so it's not necessarily something to get, you know, paranoid or scared or whatever about, but it's, it's also, uh, because now that we're talking about this, I'm, you know, all these little times, I'm remembering little times where, you know, I might've felt something like that. And then I just immediately said like, oh, okay, that's, I see you. Or I almost, it's almost like I can feel it and I let it know just through my mind okay, uh, I see you and I, and I don't, you know, you're not welcome here or something. I don't know what it is that I, I say, cause it's more like telepathic, you know, but it's just kind of like, oh, and then, so it really can go away that fast. Like the, I'll, I'll feel something and then I'll just be, oh, oh okay. I, I see where, I think that just came from this conversation with so-and-so or something like that. And then it, and then it just goes away very quickly. So it can also just be very easy in a way for it, for it to just go. Not that that's true in all cases, of course, but. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. With awareness, like you have um, Satya, it can be. And sometimes those are just energies that people are picking up, but not entities. Sometimes mm -hmm. when people feel these odd, an oddity or something, it could just be an energy or an influence that you've picked up. Um, it could also be heavy energy that your body's releasing. So it's important 
um, these are skills that people can learn over time how to discern. Or if you're not sure, then a person could then, of course, seek the help of a professional, you know, who, who, whom that is their expertise, right? If, you're, if the person's not sure, like, is this energy, mind, someone else's, or is this an entity? And um, yeah. One of the coolest things I saw with Satya many years ago, we were in Shasta doing some deep work and um, I was leading a, a circle with this um, unwind where people kind of go into their physical body and start clearing things that are in it. And, uh, I was assisting one of the other members who was going really deep into some actual sexual trauma. And it, it was like I needed to help assist her rescue something from very dark level. It was way deep. It looked like the, the, the deep, dark underworld. And I needed some assistance. So I was like, Satya, um, sudden I asked spiritually, like, I, I need assistance here because I don't feel somebody's got to hold the pole open so that I can come back because I'm about to sort of do this deep dive to help this girl retrieve this aspect that that's been stolen from her and trapped in this darker place. And I, I said, please someone um, hold, hold the gate open. And then I said it in energetically. And then Satya was in her own process and she started um, toning with this really strong, strong voice that was so piercing and um i just said out like just don't stop don't stop like that's what i need hold the gate open and it, she just shattered it and ever since then i've uh, now we've worked a lot together because she can hold she has this amazing ability to hold a high frequency um gate open for the clearing and I call her a sound surgeon for that because it's like so piercing and direct. And I think for me, it was really shocking. Like, wow, she, she, some people like Satya who, who are high, like their soul frequency is quite high. I see that they have the ability to shatter these things, which for me, um, takes a lot more effort to, um, to clear because I, I tend to be a bit denser in my field and, so it was, it's been a pleasure working with her in that way. Cause for her, it's just like command. And then like, <laughs> shoom, like through a, through sound. And I, I know working with you, he said too, you have all these abilities to, to move things really rapidly, especially for me, I've carried a lot of um, denser attachments that is, I feel like my whole lifetime, I'm just cleansing and purging and it, it's never quite, I don't know, complete. But, um, mm -hmm. Can I chime in on that, Amalia? Please, please. Yeah, I think it's really important that we remember when we're dealing with, you know, entities, just the generic word to label any kind of um, lower vibrational frequency that might be lost or attached to a person, that we deal with them harmoniously, that we love them, that we have compassion. It's like a firm like you said, Satya, it's like, okay, you can go now. And that's a really beautiful way to hold, you know, it's like firm love, right? It's like, no, this is my space. Go on to the light. You need to leave. This is not your home. This is not your place. But I think it's important that we don't get into a fighting or a fear or a rage or a battle 
but that we have deep compassion because in a way we're doing a great service. We're freeing these beings into the light and we're helping them, right? And then that helps everyone and it helps ourselves too. So. Hmm. And what happens when the fight happens? Because I know that um, I've experienced that, like, and I've seen it with other people and also within myself, like when we start to battle it or we think that we need to <laughs> slay it, or, oh, for yeah. example, um, how it can get so much stronger, right? Oh, yes. Um, I've seen, I've worked with a lot of um, really powerful people, a client and who are very powerful and who are often healers. And I've watched when people battle, um, boy, does it attract way more of that frequency to come at them. And then it sticks. It gets really sticky. And it's just no fun for anybody. <laughs> it's no fun for the beings and it's no fun for the people. And I, over the years of, uh, I would say, refining my methods a little more gracefully, uh, the, the, what has worked the best is firm love. Just firm love, like no, holding the light and sending them to the source or to God or whatever word you want to use for that. Yeah, good point, <laughs> Amalia. Yeah, I feel like probably I'm one of them. So when, <laughs> when you say like the firm love, so I'd like to just clarify this because it's a part that I, I struggle with because I think when you're under attack and when you're, I feel like I'm a, I get under attack. Like I, the entity attachments that I have experienced in my life um, have been extremely violent extremely violent um it's not like just a weird fog it's like getting thrown across the room and being slammed to the ground and feeling like they're on top of me and it it's terrifying it is kind of exorcism style and then i feel that i have to battle um i mean i can't battle them is the whole thing it's like it doesn't really matter what i do they just start getting stronger and multiplying and it it's like um reminds me of that movie stranger things i don't know if you guys have seen it but there's that like big entity that's hunting that mm -hmm. small little girl i feel like that mm -hmm. all the time like mm -hmm. just this small little girl dealing with this huge monster and how i've been refining and i think it comes with age also and, and experience but refining like how to be fierce how to stand in the light still be fierce, still, still be really clear and hold my power and, and just use it in a way that's not, um, it, because when I, when I hear love, love, like the way you're saying it, I, I have this like aversion to it because it sounds like, oh, just stand there and like love it away. And it's, it's all rainbows and unicorns. And this drives me crazy <laughs> in the spiritual community because I'm like, you don't have the demons I have. Like you don't deal with the world I've, I've lived through because to me, it's not like, like I can't be on a unicorn with a rainbow when I'm in those worlds. Like I'm learning how to be um, non-reactive to it. I'm learning how to be more um, like 
elusive, like not allow it to be in the reality, like kind of step back and, and deal with it differently. But when you say love in those moments, I like, what are you saying? Cause it's not like, to, are you saying to love the, the darkness? Is it, cause then I could see, oh, if you love the darkness, well, you, it'll just consume you. So yeah, I need more information. <laughs> okay. You got it. Um, what I mean by that is definitely not, uh, unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> what I mean is firm, boundaried, commanding. No, leave this space now. Return to the light. You're not welcome here and you cannot be here. This is my sovereign space and I command you to leave this space now. But what I mean by love is your heart's open. Yeah. Yeah. I got chills just you saying that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So you, it's like you're, you're holding your space, right? You're standing in, in all that you are, which is love, whatever you want to call it, love, light, power. It's, you know, it's a vibration of love, right? But it is firm and it is not wimpy and it is not unboundaried and it does not suffer. It says no to predation. It says no to anything that is violent or harmful or usury. Um, but, but if you notice, like if you could feel the vibration, you know, when I was saying that, there's like an open heart and there's no fighting. There's no like terror. There's no anger in it. It's just firmness, right? It's a vibrational feeling. And I love that story, not to get all religious or anything. I'm not religious at all, but there is a beautiful story where the Christ, you know, walks into the temples and, you know, throws the tables and says, no. And it's that kind of love. It's that kind of love. Yeah. I see like the protective mother, like the mama bear. The, that, yes, the definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit of a, um, a mother bear. Yeah. Right. That says no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in that the service is that the beings that then that you're clearing out wherever you're clearing them from a person or a space or your own space, you send them to the light. And that is a loving service. That's a loving action. And so what I mean by love is you're not condemning them. You're not damning them. You're not yes. saying go die. You know, you're saying go to the light. This is where you will be healed. This is where you will be assisted. So that's mm -hmm. what I mean by that. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding myself thinking of, uh, like experiences and stories and a lot is going through my mind. I'm thinking, is it time? Are we at time? Do we end this? <laughs> Break time. I think it is. We're, we might have to like have Ease on again. I think we're on break time. Yeah. I know. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. I felt like I really needed to hear this and be reminded as, um, in this eclipse season we're in, I've, I'm coming to another level of up-leveling for myself, dealing 
with a lot of strange sensations and um, it's cyclical, you know, every time this year I, I feel um, during the eclipse, I feel personally kind of attacked and learning how to um, maneuver through these shadow periods has um, been quite the training. So uh, thank you for your words today, Isa. Thank you so much, Satya, for um, being here with us again. I've missed you. Yes, <laughs> I've missed you too. Thank you both. Thanks for yeah. hanging out with um, us. If, if you'd you like to contact us and stay in touch with us, you can find us at lovesexagenda.com. That's lovesexagenda.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Love Sex and the Hidden Agenda. Everyone.